Welcome to Furniture of My Mind, your quirky Sunday morning podcast in which I bring you, um, uh, it's complicated. Today I bring you the black pants. I'm searching high and low for a pair of black pants. A jumble of black garments present themselves for inspection, readily surrendering to my probing fingers. I'm like a blind man searching primarily with my sense of touch. There is the black t-shirt of a slinky material, then another black tee which was added to the harem when the earlier one was straining at the seams, the shorter black top, the black top with the nice neck, the black top with a stylish back, the black top with a smart V of the right size, the black top with a too white to be worn neckline. God alone knows why this last one is still in my cupboard. Well, not just God. I too know. There are primarily two reasons. One, because it's too good to give away. And the second, at the back of my mind, there is an amorphous thought in suspended animation, like the furry rodent exposing its innards in the yellow liquid of a sealed jar in my school biology lab, that I can wear it in combination with another top, which has a full-grown neck, but maybe not much else to flaunt. Like a person who has one body part noticeably prominent, a nose, ears, teeth, or chin, so that when you look at them, you only see that part to the exclusion of all else. Now I focus my attention on the hangers, hanging on for dear life in a space too cramped for them in my cupboard. Weighed down with multiple clothes, they seem to be sulking. Life isn't fair, they seem to say. Well, hello, you come out here and live it then, I mentally bark at them. And I'll go hang there like a happy hammock. We're not hammocks, they answer back like a resolute child, caught with candy on his face and refusing to accept it. Well, you would have fooled me for sure, you hangers, hangers on. Stop hanging around and help me. We are not here to help you beyond giving up our body and soul for your ease and comfort, which we are already doing, they say with unnecessary sarcasm. I would love to give them a piece of my mind, except there is no time. So gritting my teeth, I begin my search, fumbling between the feel of silks and cottons and everything in between, searching for that elusive something. My fingertips are like magnets, hunting desperately for that piece of iron in a load of trash. We are not trash, yell back the silk saris. <gasps> Oops. That's the trouble with creatures who don't have a speaking human voice. They are able to read your thoughts so easily. I really don't have the time or energy to present my case to the attire that is used, but a couple of times in the seasonal cycle of 365 days. I mean, just a bit of reflection would make them aware of the uselessness of their existence. Well, anyway, I'm not here to light the lamp of knowledge in their lives, I remind myself. Especially when you are struggling to light your own with a book of damp matches, says a voice from a neglected corner of my mind. Who is that? Who is that? I hiss back. But the voice has fallen silent now. I'm suddenly aware of an invisible entity lodged in there, watching me like a hawk.
and waiting like a venomous hungry cobra for the perfect moment to strike again. As I stand there tearing my hair out and short of frothing at the mouth, the set black pants, like a sleepy teenager shuffling into the kitchen so to say, and generally addressing the chair, the room, the universe with a what's up, makes a slipshod appearance between the folds of a silk sari and another pair of black pants. What's up? I thunder. What's up? I'm having a heart attack. What's up? Unperturbed, the teenager says. Why? Pouring coffee for himself and giving the stain on the tablecloth more attention than my words. I could kick the darn thing right in the ouch. Instead, I clench my teeth and say, because I need to go out with you and make a mental note of putting it down somewhere that women should not need a pair of pants to go out with. The pants look at me with glazed eyes. Why? You found these others, didn't you? This with a general half a nod at the army of blacks lying vanquished on the bed. I don't dare to meet the humiliation in their eyes and look the black pants squarely in the eye. Because I start and then stop. The vestige of self-respect wavers like a tightrope walker the instant before he falls. And then it fell. I need you. I said, gulping all pride. Just the hint of a smile started appearing at the corners of its mouth and stopped short at a snigger. Without taking our eyes off each other, each of us weighed the adversary. I blinked first. I need you because you are shapely enough to keep my waist and behind in shape and with the added layer of clothing on top, I... I need to look shapely. The snigger reaches its eyes. You have too many knee. Without a moment's hesitation, I yank it off the hanger and roughly shove one leg down its throat. <laughs>